Welcome back, everybody. It is the last Wednesday of July, and uh, this is Good Boys, Bad Habits. It's Olympic week. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know it was my cue to speak. It was your cue. You were just suckling on a Miller Lite. Um, uh, yeah. How do we feel that July's over? Weird, going by fast, but it means new home for me. How does it feel to not have in your head that school starts for you next month? That's actually kind of nice. First time in my life. Mm-hmm. It feels liberating. You feel free? Yeah, instead of uh, going to school where it's easy, <laughs> just, <laughs> just got to go to work all day mm-hmm. and then come home tired and then do it again. It's called being an adult. <laughs> Isn't it exhilarating? Yeah, it's all right. That's yeah. its perks. It is Olympics week. I'll Happy be Olympics honest. week. I'll be honest. Last week I lied to the people. So we were only going to talk about the Olympics. Wrong. There's also the NBA draft tomorrow night. Brian did not know that. I forgot. Brian did not know that. Which is okay. We'll do a half Olympic, half NBA draft. Which, honestly, stacking those up on the same week is kind of like overloading me. Like, I don't know what to pay attention more to. And if you're here for the Bachelorette section, wait until the end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your toes with that one. It's going to be good. Men tell all. Um, oh, it looks like you came up with the question of the day. Oh, I did. So question of the day, which Olympic sport could you potentially compete in if you trained every day for the next four years? I'm saying handball. If I committed my life to playing handball, I think I could make it. I think that, I think that too, but I'll choose a different one. Okay. Maybe like slalom canoeing. Ping pong. Ping pong? No, dude, they're fucking good. I don't care. They're Every good. Eight hours a day for four years, and I'm already like, I'm not decent at ping pong, but I'm average right now. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. No. Everything else is too hard. What like, about a winter Olympic sport? Um, nope. Nope. None? No, I can't. Not even I can't, curling? I can't ski. Oh, yeah. Curling would be the easiest one there. That can't be hard. That literally can't be hard to do. Uh-huh. Especially if you're a guy with broom. You don't have to chew. You don't I'm shocked to... you're not picking, like, darts. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I, my Well, there's no darts in the Olympics. There's, there's riflery and there's archery, but I'm too shaky. I can't do that. I can't do those. I'm not doing all that. Um, I think handball. I think if I committed my life to it, I could make the handball team. Which I might just do. I might just do it. Become an Olympian, win a gold for my country, be a hometown hero. I might do it. I'm trying to think of other summer Olympic sports. There's a, a ton of them. Three by three basketball, maybe. No. Dude, USA didn't qualify, so how good is the competition really? Better than us. You want am, to say something so bad. Okay, am I better than Robbie Hummel? No. Eh, he didn't qualify. <laughs> he didn't qualify for Tokyo. Um... Let me think. What Synchronized else? swimming dance. Diving? Aquatics dancing. No, diving's so hard. What about if you just off, have to... Off the bouncy board, not the high dive. It's still so hard. I can only do... I can't flip. even do a flip. I can do a flip and I can do a one and a half. And that's the extent of what I can do. My big ass is not need to be on the Olympic <laughs> diving board. I'd be shooting through the roof. <laughs> um, I think we got to get a pretty good list. So we have handball, ping pong, ping pong and I'm going to say... Slalom canoe. Hell no. Not I'm going to say it. Hey, dude, if I get really good with the Rapids, maybe. My second one is curling. That's um, for winter. I'm looking for both Olympics. 
Nice. Is there ever a year where Summer Olympics and Winter Olympics happen in the same year? Nope. They alternate every two years. That but we sucks. do get Winter Olympics next year. Um, all right. And on the flip, which Olympic sport would you die in if you ever even attempted? Rugby. Uh, yeah, I think I think rugby would kill me. High dive. High dive would kill me. If we're going if we're going winter sports, everything going down a mountain would kill me. Every single one of them. Um, the the track and field one where uh, you use the stick to jump over a pole. High jump. Pole vaulting. Pole yeah. vaulting. Pole vaulting would kill me also. Some sort of gymnastics might kill me. I think I, I think it would just be the only one that would kill me would be the. The bars, the, yeah, but yeah, the unpair, the ones that aren't even, uh-huh. the uneven bars, trying to jump from one to the other, dead. Anything else? I think maybe, maybe fifteen hundred meter freestyle, just get just to get tired and die. No, I feel comfortable enough in the pool if I'm just in the water to where I won't die. Okay. Um. See, so are there any more? No, that's about it. Fencing, I'd find a way to die in fencing. No, you can't. Gives me a comes through the shield speaking of that an american woman won gold fencing maybe like we're well, back maybe like the longest run that they do on a track do they do, oh marathon up. marathon do marathon they, mar- do they do a marathon they do marathon yeah. marathon's the last day marathon would kill me uh-huh i would die and maybe not even die on the spot but like die afterwards <laughs> like have to be taken to hospital right after and uh-huh. just fall, pass away later just be missing a lot of fluids um I think that's a pretty good list. There's a, here's the deal. There's more Olympic sports that would kill us if we did them right now than we could ever even like get the idea of competing in. At what age do you think like people that are Olympians now were like, yeah, I'm going to be an Olympian and like dedicated, got dedicated to it. It's got to be like 16, 17. Dude, I feel like for some people it's got to be younger. It probably is. It depends on your sport. Some of the skateboarders this year, 13. I know. Like swimming, I feel and like... And one gold medal. Swimming, I feel like it's high school is when you realize it. Yeah, like freshman in high school. Gymnastic is probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sports like... Basketball is kind of like if you play college and then you make the NBA. T- yeah, team sports, basketball, rugby, soccer, you're all, you're all older. Yep. I think, it, is, it is what it is. I think track is also probably the same way. High school-ish. You think you can be good enough to compete as an Olympian when you're in college? So we'll call it freshman year of high school. So you're 15. So when, whenever you're 15, if you're listening to this and you're 15, you still have this year to decide if you want to become yeah. an Olympian one But day. you have to make the decision now. And you have to choose your sport work. today. And you have to put it over everything. Do you even get paid to be an Olympian? No, but you get clout. So then how is like Simone Biles rich? She has a million advertisement deals okay then how does a nobody on the gymnastics team make money they don't make that much money probably how do they live? The, actually no the women the the women's gymnastic team they they usually always get big endorsement deals no matter who they are um how does a professional volleyball player make money i they don't they probably don't make much playing professional volleyball what do but you they make think enough. what do you think is like the number one common job of a United States Olympian that doesn't make money playing their sport in real life? Personal trainer. I was gonna go bartender. Bartender. <laughs> yeah. They're in the gym all day training for their sport and then at night they go hit the bar. Accountant? No way. Works at an auto bell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what every fifteen-year-old should be doing that wants to be an Olympian is be at the Auto Bell. You go to school, you go to you go to train, you go work at Auto Bell. What a life! Five years straight, and you're an Olympian. Well, 
Let's just move straight into Olympics. America has the most medals right now with 31 total, 11 of them being gold. However, that is not the most gold medals. Host nation Japan has the most gold medals with 13. Uh, now that brings the question of how the hell do we not win gold and everything? Are we better than everyone? No. It feels like the whole purpose of this country is just to produce mega athletes because I can't really think of anything else we're good at except for making athletes. Democracy. Yeah. Splitting away from England. Okay, yeah. We already won that one. Uh, Fireworks. Don't got to do that every four years. We didn't even create fireworks. They weren't made here. Fast food. These aren't great things you're naming. But we're good at them. (laughs) Movies. Yes. Okay. We're good at movies. Okay. But, okay. But <laughs> so we got actors yeah, yeah. and but, superstar. Yeah. Athletes. But here's the deal. What was the, besides Parasite winning an Oscar? When was the last time a non-American movie won Best Film? And look at here. We're losing. Uh, well, what film? We're losing gold medal after gold medal to Japan well, and all the these host, other countries. They paid for it. They're the host. They're the host country. Do they have a? Do they get an athlete that qualifies for every event, no matter what? I have no idea how it works. Because they had more athletes there than we did. So that's how they got it more. I don't really know they don't have how that. to describe why we have less than them. But I will say we still got, what, another week and a half of Olympics? Yep. We're good. I feel like you're hitting the panic button too early. I've watched so much swimming and gymnastics in the last five days, and it makes me want to hit the panic button because we have not done that well. And why is that? No who? Well, for for women's gymnastics, there's no Simone Biles. For men's gymnastics, we just finished fifth for the third straight Olympics. I was talking about swimming. Oh, for swimming? Well, there's no Michael Phelps. And so, yes, it's more boring. I think that he could still come out and win a gold medal. Mm, eh, I I think he could. When was the last time he, like, really trained? I don't know, but look at his body. It's literally just built to swim He would need to shave that dumb beard. Um, Let's see what we have won gold in, though, in swimming. Well, no, we have multiple goals. Yeah, we have gold in the 4 by 100 men's relay, mm-hmm. free relay. Um, the woman's 1,500 meter free. The Katie, first one ever. First one ever. Katie Ledecky won that one. And then the woman's 100 meter breaststroke went to 17-year-old Alaskan Lydia Jacobson. Um, so, one, how do you win an Olympic gold in swimming when you're 17? She must have decided at, like, age 12. It must have been 12 for her. Um, There's also only one pool in Alaska that's 50 meters long. I know. And, and she's that's still not even gold. the 100. Um, we got a question for you. What were you doing at 17 instead of winning Olympic gold medals? I was playing Call of Duty till 3 a.m. every night. Working at Burger King? <laughs> so... I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and Brian was working at Burger King while Lydia Jacobson was winning Olympic gold medals in Tokyo. Well, I have money. All she has is a medal. And a full ride scholarship to UT. I don't care about Texas. <laughs> better than where we went to school. No, it's not. 100% and better school. guess about, let's talk about her life real quick. She grew up in a, Alaska. And can you imagine? She, and now she's more famous than we'll ever be. But can you imagine growing up in Alaska? Apparently it worked. You know, if I could turn back time and be as famous as her, but live in Alaska or live my normal ass life the way I have, I would choose my normal I'm ass taking, life. I'm taking growing up in Alaska and winning Olympic No, gold. you're yes, not. I am. Oh, do you not like your country? You hate your country? You don't want to represent them well? You oh want, my gosh. Look, I think I would be a bad representation of this country. Wow. <laughs> 
upfront and honest about it. So it's not that like I don't want to represent them. It's that America would not want me to be the face of our Olympic team. You know what? I agree. You go to work at Burger King. I will be the face of America. Okay. You grew up in the freezing cold where it's dark for three months Look, of I'm, the year I'm, and only swim. If, if if you're telling me I can live in Anchorage, I'm fine with it. You know no, who else is from? You can't live in Anchorage. You, you got to live in Jesuit. I'll live in Juneau. Uh, you know who else is from Alaska? Sarah Palin. I don't, is she actually from there, though? Yeah. Okay. Or did she just, like, move there and it's like, oh, I'm just going to take over the place? I thought she was from there. I don't know. I Two-time NBA world champion Mario Chalmers. No, he's not. Yes, he, he is. Wasn't he on an Olympic team at one time? No. I thought he was with LeBron one time. I don't think he was on I thought Olympic LeBron team. let him bum onto one of those gold medal teams. All right, let's see here. So, my man Mario Chalmers is from Anchorage, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it does not list him as having a... He won the FIBA Champions League Cup with, with a team I don't know. Cool. Um, whatever. Congratulations on Lydia. Thanks for making America proud. Um, Katie Ledecky, greatest women swimmer of all time, has lost a step. That's fair. She's older. Mm-hmm. It's like her third Olympics. She hasn't lost a step. A lot can happen in 12 years. Um, but, yeah, the the swimming's been kind of disappointing. It's because it? we're used to greatness. Yeah, we are used to winning all the, every medal. That um, Australian girl's really good this year, Titmus. Yeah, Titmus has been just destroying us in every She has, race. what, three gold medals? She has two. She has two goals right now. Okay. Um, Let's move into gymnastics. Uh, the American women would have won had Simone Biles competed in the finals, but she didn't, so we came in second. Silver medal to the Russian Olympic Committee. And let um, me say this. Anyone that's like, oh yeah, Simone Biles must not be a good countrywoman. Shut up. Yeah, that it's that simple. Just shut up. Shut up. She's done more for this country than you have. Like, probably. Like, I'm actually not going to write that in stone, but she probably but has. If, but if you're also a sports podcaster, and I've seen plenty of these guys on Twitter in the last couple of days, and you're putting out videos trying to call her out for not competing, shut up. Shut up. You're it's that idiot. easy. You don't get it. You're not an Olympian. You're not an Olympian. You're, you're a lowly sports podcaster just like us. <laughs> but you're mean. And we're only mean to people that deserve it. Yes, like most people on The Bachelorette. So there, there's not a get, good Pat's get in the kennel section of this episode, but get in the kennel to whoever's condemning her for that. A hundred percent. I'm reading here that a, a gymnast on the Russian gold medal team tore his Achilles three months ago. Uh, yes, on the men's team. Tore his Achilles three months ago and went out there and put on a beautiful display. Um, what the hell did they do to him? Is it like a... Winter Soldier type of situation. Yeah, where super Soldier shot. They just put, they shot him up with serum, and now but, he's. But also, back they're not claiming like Russia. It's like Russian. It's the Russian Olympic Committee because Russia's yeah. banned because yeah. of a uh, of a government led doping scandal. So how did they make this loophole to where the Russian Olympic Committee can be in? It's allowing the athletes from Russia to, to claim compete, Russia, but, but not nothing ha- like nothing counts for Russia. Okay, cool. Um, um, so the American women came in second. The American men came in fifth. Um, the rest of the women were Suni Lee, Grace McCallum, Childs, and I think those were the other three that competed without Simone. They're good. 
They're good, but you need Simone Biles to win gold. And we didn't have her. The men placed fifth for the third straight Olympics? Third straight Olympics. They've placed fifth in the um, in the team final. Consistency. But at some point, it's like, can we do better? Listen. Are American men not made the same way as the others? If our one qualm with America at the games is we don't have enough medals in gymnastics, I'm cool with it. I know, but I feel like we always dominate it. The women always dominate it. The women always dominate it. I literally don't know a single male that has ever been on a gymnastics team for America. Yeah, because they're just not as good. They don't win golds. You're right. I saw something, though, in the 2016 Rio Olympics. If you just took gold medals won by American women, they would have been tied for the most medals won at the Games with any other country. That's awesome. I know. That's how much American women have been just kicking ass this Olympics and last Olympics. Um, so gymnastics was disappointing. It's sad to not see Simone Biles compete because what she does is, is absolutely insane. And every time they jump, it makes me think they're going to tear their ACL. Mm-hmm. So I get a little anxious when I watch it. And but I don't know if you've ever been on one of them gymnastics floors. Weird. They're not that bouncy. They they feel weird. And they're not as bouncy as they, they make them seem. They absorb that contact, but it's not really making you jump that much. Like, how are you jumping that high? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That I mean, Gymnastics would kill me. I already said it. If gymnastics I could pick one me. sport that like, I could just like pull out of my back pocket and do and not get injured, gymnastics might be on the list. Imagine being at like a darty and being like, check this out, and you pull off like a triple twist or some shit. You'd just be a douche, though. But it'd be pretty cool. It would be cool. But the minute that you do it too often, people are like, oh, the, no, fucking, no, no, flip, you, the, the you, fucking flip guy's you, here. No, you keep that... <laughs> <laughs> You keep that one in the back pocket for like the perfect moment. Everyone knows that one person that knows how to flip, though. And, and dudes that know how to flip love to flip. It's like the only thing that they like to do. But it's kind of cool when they do it. it. Here's when it's cool. When you meet someone and like they never tell you, they never show you, and then one day they just do it. <laughs> but if they're like, what's up, man? Want to see me backflip? The immediate response is, nah, man, really don't want to. Brian, how long have we known each other? Three, four years. I've got... I've you got can't backflip. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot backflip. I've been waiting for the perfect moment. Right now is not it. If you stand up and do a backflip right now, I'll give you $2,000. <laughs> no, there's there's no space in this room. No. Half of my belongings are in If it. you're a real backflipper, you know how to maneuver a backflip into any space. Look, well, we're, we're, I'm going to wait for the perfect moment, and then I might, I might show you one day. Um... All right, enough about flipping. That that's that's our flipping section for today and scene. <laughs> um, next, we have the United States men's basketball um, losing. They lost to France in game one. It's their first loss in an Olympic game since two thousand four. We were um, due. This begs a well. Okay, this begs a, this brings a few questions. One has the world caught up to us in basketball? No. And easier answer is yes, in an, to an extent. Some have. players have. Um, two. How uh, if Kevin Durant can't win with a bunch of superstars? What can he do? Um, be funny on Twitter. It's true. <laughs> with nothing else, he's still funny on Twitter. Be tall. Um, even though we lost to France, which is very disappointing, and um, it was just kind of sad because Rudy Gobert was happy. We um, do. We promptly went out and beat a team that has no business beating there by. I think it was like what 190 points we've been by. 
<laughs> yeah, one twenty to sixty-six. If I'm doing the right math, there, that's one hundred ninety points. We beat Iran by one hundred ninety points. He was one former NBA player, Hadidi. Don't quote me on that. I think that's his name. I remember he played for like the Grizzlies for like one season. Um, they sucked. But I don't. I don't think we had anyone on our team score over twenty. I don't think we did either. But Just I, a balance attack. Um, did see did see a video of Javale McGee scoring. Um, and that brings on the question of... You saw point guard JaVale McGee? saw point guard JaVale McGee score. That brings on the question of how. Why? How? JaVale McGee's an Olympian. Because he's tall. Does he have the greatest career arc of all time? He Did you from, see the worst interview of all time with him? Oh, yeah, when they asked if his mom was still alive? Yeah. Dude, it's like... It One, what are you doing, reporter? Also, he asked in the weirdest way possible. Is your mom still, still with us? Dude, it's like you he's an NBA basketball player with a huge following. It just look at Instagram, just, man. Dude, just like type in JaVale McGee mom. Like, and it's you're not a there. reporter anymore. <laughs> you lost your job. That was absurd. Even if his listen, even if his mom was dead, where are you going with, with the, the question? question? Like, what do you need? Dude, just... What do you need him to confirm or deny that for? Just rip off the question. Just do it. Just say the question. That's is it, awful. It, are your, just say, are your parents proud of you for being there? Yeah, the answer is yes. Since that was a question in an Olympic interview, what country do you think the reporter was from? He was American. He didn't have an accent, and he spoke great English. He was American. He was just dumb. He was dumb. It was a dumb We could have had fun with this. We really could have had fun with that. No, we couldn't. Yeah, we could have. No, we couldn't. We could have guessed like Denmark. <laughs> Denmark would have been funny because <laughs> there's no way any of them even know what basketball is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you ruined the fun. That's um, my bad. Denmark man sees seven foot American and just immediately starts asking about his mom. Is your mom still with us? <laughs> You're so tall. <laughs> Can I have a picture? <laughs> Either way, I think that the U.S. was due for a loss. It was our first loss in 17 years. Um, (laughs) And then I think that we were also supposed to beat Iran by about a million points. I'm not going to overreact yet. Let's beat a good team like a Spain or a France, and then let's talk. Um, I will go ahead and say I I was on the right side of history, and so was Brian. Brian was also on the right side of history. We were not scared nor deterred by the fact that the line against Iran was minus 39 and a half. And we, and took, we took America because we were blue-blooded Americans. And a and person that's banned from this podcast for th- one more month uh, also took it. And he also took it. That was, one, to enrich myself, but two, because I believe and I love my country. Mm-hmm. And I made money off of America decimating Iran. That, meh, in basketball. <laughs> uh, every other time that, we've decimated yeah, Iran, I don't know if you rolled enough to make money on it. That could, yeah, that could have gone a that lot of ways. That could have gone a lot of ways. You take that quote, but I'm someone else, it could mean a lot of different I'm things. I'm taking that quote out of context for the rest of your life. <laughs> Um, let's talk about one more thing with basketball. Uh, Luca is so stupid. Uh, first ever Olympic game scored the second most points in Olympic history. 
Yeah. <laughs> but also, let's think about it this way. This is the basketball he grew up playing with these FIBA rules. I know. So he's and even better than he is in the NBA. It's crazy. He's the best FIBA player ever. And it's only in the Olympics. That's crazy. He's literally dragging a bunch of bums. And Tomas Sadoransky. Um, not going to call him a bum. Has anything happened in the other sports? Oh, did I write something? Yes. Oh, yeah. Notable moments in other sports. Uh, U.S. women win gold in uh, the 3x3 three three basketball. To be expected, probably. Yep. Because they actually have WNBA players playing in it. Kelsey Plum's the best one on the team. Um, oh, yeah. This one's fun. Synchronized diving looks hard as fuck. It's got to be. Dude, it, I was watching it for like an hour the other day because it was how, just on. How are people watching the Olympics? You just watch it on NBC. Do you just watch reruns? Uh, well, a lot of the stuff is reruns. It'll tell you what it's reruns. But if you're watching swimming late at night, the, the all the all the gymnastics you watch is reruns. But all the swimming you watch like after 9 p.m. is live. Like, are we ever going to be able to watch a live Olympic basketball game this year? Oh, no, because they tipped off at 1240 Eastern time last night. And you can only stream it on Peacock. Because what? Then, yeah, because then they'll show it tonight in prime time on NBC. Then don't tell me the score until I can watch it. I had to tell you we made money. It was a big moment in our lives. But I was... No, I'm saying ESPN, whoever's putting out the scores, don't put it out until it's available for me to watch. Okay. I'll, you know, I'll lodge a complaint. Um, back to synchronized diving. I was watching it. They would, like, fall out of line, like, in the slightest bit to where my naked eye couldn't see it. And the announcers would be like, oh, that was terrible. Oh, they just shot themselves in the foot. And I was like, that looked perfect to me. <laughs> That's a cool dive. I was like, that was sick. They just did like three backflips and dove, and they looked like they were doing it at the same time. If uh, I knew two people that could be synchronized divers right now, it would be uh, Kevin and Austin. This is now the Austin Moore segment. He's a North Hills diving expert. Amen. There we go. Austin we, Moore segment over. Snuck one in. Um, next, skateboarding is cool, uh, but we can't win gold. I'm going to be honest. I thought America was like always the best skateboarding nation. Just because of the amount of people I see do it in Wolf Plaza. Have <laughs> have they done... Like, did we bring over professional skateboarders? Yeah. Like, Nigel Houston's on the team, right? Yeah, he finished seventh. There was seventh? An, there was an American that finished third. I can't remember his what name. What happened? He was a kid. Where's Ryan Sheckler when you need him? Where's Tony Hawk? Where's Rob Deerdeck? T- hey, Tony, where are you when you're Tony's country? there. Why He's not he- competing. Also, speaking of Tony Hawk, greatest post-retirement life of all time. Yeah, no one knows who you are. And people keep telling him, you look like Tony Hawk. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, last one. Oh, America chooses to not field the greatest handball team of all time. Yeah. You take you take our best 10 athletes in football, because they're the only ones that aren't playing Olympic sports, and you just put them out there. You don't even need to train them. You barely need to even tell them the rules. We beat everyone by a million. Here's a sport that we need to introduce. American football in the Olympics. I, who would we play? Who would I don't we play? know, but just imagine like Miles Garrett, play... Aaron Donald, and J.J. Watt, like the front three on a defense, just destroying like... some some kid that's like 26 and like played rugby his whole life. I feel like there's there's only like four countries that could field a team. Austria. Because of my man, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I legitimately think it would have to be... Canada has enough football players. Yeah. The next would have to be a European country in which football is popular enough that people playing professional American football there would choose that as their nationality when playing. London. 
England. Yeah. Um, and then the other one would the, have to the be Jags fans. The other one would have to be another country where enough of like an American-born NFL players have parents from there for them to choose that as their nationality to play under for mm-hmm. them to be able to field a team. But other than that, I legitimately don't think another country could field a team besides Canada. Well, then let's just choose a couple NFL teams that can compete in the Olympics, and all the countries get to claim one NFL team. I like that. All right, we'll take the Panthers. America, Panthers, and St. Donald. (laughs) America's team. Oh, shit. Does that mean we have to have the Cowboys? Fuck that. I take it back. I don't want that method anymore. I'm burning the tape. (laughs) (laughs) Not letting the IOC get hands on that. All right, if you've listened this far, we're going to talk about the Bachelorette. It was the men tell all. It was boring. That was it. I don't care about them talking. I want to see... I want to see drama. We'll be back next week. For hometowns. Yep. Oh, one thing that happened is that Dad Michael went home. Rip. Because his son wanted him to come home. Fair enough. It, if your child wants you to come home, you have to. You don't have a choice. That kid's going to watch that tape one day and be like, oh shit, that could have been my stepmom. He probably lucked out. Yeah, he's probably. that's probably good. Idea. This is better for you, kid. Let's move into the NBA draft. Tomorrow night. Yep. So Thursday night, um, the 29th, you'll probably more than likely be listening to this either right before or after it. So you can see how we did. I, okay. Hand up. God's honest truth. I went three or 14 last year. <laughs> Thanks for being honest. I got James Wiseman, Devin Fassell, and Killian Hayes right, which is like a weird two to get right uh-huh. and not get LaMelo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was convinced the Timberwolves were taking LaMelo. I put out a mock draft of the lottery. On goodboysbadhabits.com. You can go to blogs. You can check it out. It's got some humor in it. It's got some good insight. And it's got 14 locks. So bet accordingly. Bet positional plays accordingly. So what we're telling you is Hampton went 3 for 14 last year, (laughs) but he's calling for 14 for 14 this year. Do. And I'm do. Um... Knowing that, I'm probably going to miss the Jalen Green Rockets pick immediately. So we're going to do a mock top 10 tonight. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about that, is anyone going to trade more picks? There was already one trade that happened. You already corrected the order. Yep. Will there be any more draft pick trades? I think the most likely one is that the Warriors 7 and 14 get flipped for maybe Pascal Siakam. Maybe someone else. It doesn't really make sense for Warriors to take. They can get veteran guys in this draft, but you'd rather have a bigger, bigger name because you're in, you got about three years to win now. Okay, so what I'm hearing is the Warriors seven and fourteen for THT and Kyle Kuzma. Say less. I'll accept <laughs> that in a heartbeat. Um, and I think the Pacers. There's a good chance Brogdon and or Miles Turner both get traded on draft night or soon to follow afterwards i need miles turner to get traded because if i have to go another off season of hearing that the celtics might trade for miles turner i'm gonna rip one of my ears off yeah it's pretty brutal miles turner has been in he, he's been in the trade rumor mill his entire career he spent more time in the rumor mill than he has out of it he's only been in the nba for like three years here's what you're not ready for celtics are going to trade their draft pick this year to next year um, Marcus Smart and Tristan Thompson, and we're going to get Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. 
And then you're going to sign Gershon Yabasule back. Hell yeah. Fattest ass in the league. It does have the fattest ass and beat, beat America. There's a whole Instagram dedicated to his butt. He's thick. He's a um, thick one. Um, back to trades, though. Mm-hmm. Even though I love Gershon Yabasule talk. Um, is Kyle Kuzma officially untradeable? Maybe. He just might be. Did you he, see the other day that he said that he's the same level as Jason Tatum? Disgusting. You remember that time that the Lakers said he was untouchable? Mm-hmm. That sucks. That really that really hurts. He had that one good year, rookie year. Yeah, when the team when won, the team won was like, terrible. When they won like twenty nine games. He sucks. He sucks. Apparently he was offered with um the Lakers pick to move up like six picks in the draft to like twenty two. Or like to like twenty. And they no they wouldn't take it? And they wouldn't take it. <laughs> and the what they would be getting in return? They'd, the Lakers would have moved up like six or seven picks, uh-huh. and then the Lakers would have taken on like a, a a bigger contract, like a bad contract. Oh, awesome! An expiring deal. Still said no. Hmm. Um, so Kuzma, he's probably untradeable. But but here's the deal. But then if you package him with Ta- Taylor Horton Tucker and the twenty fourth pick and a future second. We might be talking Dame. We might be talking Russ. We might nope. Be talking- <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Let's get into the draft. All right, cool. So the Pistons have the first pick. Um, unanimous number one is Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. I think he's already moved to Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. I've seen videos of just him But Jalen Green did come out today and say, I want to live in Detroit. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. Look, Jalen Look, if you're Jalen Green, there's three cities in the top three. There's one that you would want to live in. Yeah. Houston. And eh, all three of these cities suck. But if I have to choose... Eh, well, actually, no, no, I think about it. It is Cleveland. I do love Cleveland. So our good friend Pearson was telling me that he has family in Houston, and whenever he goes there, there's people that, like, when you're at a red light, will just dump a bucket of dirty water on your window and start washing it. Yeah, that's what happens in Baltimore. Remember that time we were in Baltimore and that happened to us? Crazy. No, it didn't happen to me. Crazy. Um, okay, so, so Pistons, Cade Cunningham, number one. So if you don't know about Cade Cunningham, imagine Ben Simmons, but if Ben Simmons knew how to play basketball and had a jump shot. Okay. That's the level of athleticism combined with ball handling and passing ability we're talking about. Cade Cunningham might be the most complete draft prospect in the last couple of years. He's more complete of a draft prospect than anyone in last year's draft. LaMelo was not a great prospect coming out, and neither was Anthony Edwards. Actually, last year's draft class really sucked. But the two years before that? I'm not saying he was – I'm not saying he's the level of Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is the most complete player we've seen come out of the draft. I don't even think that Kate Cunningham's the level of Zion. Zion's game is limited, though. Cade's it does not. not matter. Cade's not. Zion also can't win. Look at his team. In one year, are you going to be saying Cade Cunningham can't win because he's a Piston? The Zion's got a better team than the Pistons. He has another all-star with Brandon Ingram. He's got Lonzo Ball, who's a good point guard. Okay. Lonzo that's Ball's, not, Ball's about to get paid $18 here. million on the open market this year. Lonzo summer. Ball on the Pelicans is also expected to score the basketball. I'm sorry. That's a bad sidetrack. We'll get into that later. I think Cade Cunningham is the... 
over the last four drafts, he's the second most complete prospect coming out of the draft. You think he's more complete prospect than Tatum was? Tatum Tatum was five years ago. No, it wasn't. It was 2016. No way. Yeah, the 20, 2020 draft, 29, he was 2017. So yeah. if you take the last three years then, you take the Luka class, yep. Zion class, yeah, so the last four years. Luka class, Zion class, who got drafted? Anthony Edwards class, and then Cade Cunningham class. Those four classes, he's the second most complete behind Luka Doncic. Okay. Enough time on Cade Cunningham. He's fucking amazing, and he's going to win rookie of the year. Whatever. Congrats. Detroit Rockets Pistons. at number two. You might think Evan Mobley. You might think Jalen Green. I said Jalen Green. I'm taking Evan Mobley. I don't like the front court pairing of Evan Mobley and um, Christian, Christian Wood. Wood. You don't like that? I do. I, the idea of having two athletic big men, I'd love it. At 6'10", I don't know. Evan not, Mobley's seven feet tall. Jalen Green, if you watch tape on him, his skill set is amazing and his ability to create shots, and he can also jump out of the gym. That's why I have him rated as my biggest boomer bus player. He's either going to be Jordan Clarkson. Here's what I'll say. Or he's going to be a perennial all-star. If Evan Mobley doesn't go two, he doesn't go three. You don't – you think the Cavs – who do you think the Cavs take over him? Okay, let's jump into the Cavs pick then. So I, we're saying Green's going – we're saying Jalen Green. We're Green's, saying Jalen Green too. I think the Cavs either go Suggs or Scotty Barnes. I don't like that. Evan Mobley. They don't. They don't like whatever his name is, Colin Sexton, anymore for some reason. Yeah, they're gonna trade him. And they already have Tristan Thompson. Not Tristan Thompson. They have Jared Allen. Yeah, but Jared Allen has a one-year deal before he's a restricted free agent. Yeah, and they're just gonna match whatever because he's just a traditional big man, and he's not gonna get like too crazy of an offer. They'll match it. They'll trade Kevin Love to free up whatever draft or whatever cap space they need this year, and then they'll draft a different point guard of the future in in uh, Suggs. Evan Mobley will never fall out of the top three. I think he will. He's too good. He's better. He's if better. he doesn't fall out of the top three, then I think the Cavs trade that pick. I know last year's draft was weak, but he was he's much better than James Wiseman was. He's a much better prospect. And again, last year's draft sucked, and it was boring because they're not very good mid players. But I mean, like, I also think the Cavs, of, the Cavs of, haven't been good at drafting since they took Kyrie. You can't make the argument that Wiggins' pick was amazing because it got him Kevin Love. No, I can't make that argument. I'm gonna make that argument. They knew they okay, were drafting. Okay, what about the Anthony pick. Bennett pick? Granted, granted, that might be the worst draft in the last twenty years. It does not matter. It was they still picked the they they picked the worst guy in it. It was atrocious. The pick was At atrocious. Number one. What do you want to do? Pick Giannis. Sure. Let's <laughs> go back in time and have them pick Giannis, and then we have Giannis and LeBron and Kyrie on the same team. He'll be a Laker soon. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so you think Mobley goes three to the Cavs? I know it for a fact that he's going two or three. Okay, and let's jump to number four, Raptors. So Raptors. Kyle Lowry is going to be an off-season departure. Mm-hmm. You probably go ahead and replace it with Jalen Suggs. I'm fine with that. More than likely. The only other option there is maybe you look at Kaminga, maybe you look at Barnes. I think they just go with Suggs. I think they I, – also, I think this is the off-season they hit the button and they just rebuild. And they I trade agree. Siakam. So, you're I losing agree. Lowry no matter what. You might as well hit so, trade Siakam so and start Suggs. over. Let's go to the Orlando Magic, one of the weirdest teams in the league. 
Yeah, very weird. I think they trade Jonathan Kaminga. I think Jonathan Kaminga is just another Jonathan Isaac if Jonathan Isaac had any type of offensive skill set in terms of length defensively. And he's bigger. They're probably in terms of muscle. Yeah, he's bigger muscle. I don't think he's as long as he's six eight two twenty. Jonathan Isaac's the longest man I've ever seen in my life. Um, I like that. I like him to the magic. And so that would leave the Thunder at six. In my mind, it's Scotty Barnes. You get Scotty to take best available there, right? Yeah, you take best available. I think Thunder are really going to try to move up as much as they can. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of. They have three picks in the first round this year. They can definitely leverage it to try to maybe get to four. Is maybe what they're eyeing if they want to get Kuminga, or they want, and maybe if Mobley falls, maybe you can try to go up there and get Mobley. But did the Thunder take a guy that's not really known for being a scorer here? Because the rest of their team's kind of guys that aren't known for being scorers other than Shea. Darius Baisley is a scorer, but yeah, I mean Lou Dort's not, and I mean that's that's about the extent of like the promising players on their team. I could also see them taking someone reaching for someone like Booknight here yeah maybe maybe even Keon Johnson I mean the problem someone that can go get a bucket all right problem with this guard play is that you have two guards head and shoulders above everyone we're going to classify Cade not as a guard here because he kind of he can play forward he can play one through four basically Mm -hmm. nah he's a a point forward he's a point forward he's six ten nine so whatever but Jalen Suggs and Jalen Green are head above everyone else. And mm-hmm. then you fall into this weird category. Where everyone's have, kind of the same. You have James Booknight, Keon Johnson, Moses Moody, Sharif Cooper, Trey Mann. And, um, Sharif Cooper is dirty, so Cam Tom, not. Cam Thomas. And they're all kind of just the same guard. Mm-hmm. Just did, played for different SEC teams, it feels like. Yep. Um, and so I don't really know. I think Keon Johnson's going to be – Keon Johnson and Booknight are going to be the top two taken, but I don't really know. So let's say for – Argument say Scotty Barnes goes here to six because he's the best available project prospect. Okay, then we go to the Warriors at seven. And we're saying they're keeping this pick because I'm not going to predict trades because that's impossible. Who's the best shooter you can take here? I think they take. I think they take Davion Mitchell. Defender. You get a. You, if they're going to keep this pick, you get. He's got to be the best defender in the draft, right? Best defender in the draft, veteran, understands the game, incredible bounce, can create his own shot, good three point shooter still. But he's kind of the opposite of their whole team is a 66% free throw shooter. It's true, but you need someone to play defense. And Clay's not going to have the same defense without his Achilles. Yes. Um, I like that. Steph Curry's always not been a great defender. You know, Wiggins is what Wiggins is. I like Davion Mitchell there. All right, now Magic are up again at eight. And this is when I think... Did we say they took last time? They took we, we said they took Kaminga. Okay. So this is when I feel like you just take a you take a stab in the dark at one of those twenty guards that are all the same. So you gotta go Book Knight since he's probably the best one? I think Book Knight's probably the best one of all of those. So for argument's sake, we'll say that they go Book Knight or Keon Johnson here. Yes. And if they really want to reach Moses Moody. Yeah, Moses Moody. Maybe even Cam Thomas from LSU. I don't know. Trey Ma- I don't think Trey Mann's gonna go that high. It's hard. All these guards are the same to me. I can't. They they play so similar. All right, let's go with the Kings at number nine. So in my mock draft, I had them taking Franz Wagner, um, okay. noted brother of NBA superstar Mo <laughs> Wagner. NBA superstar. Um, F- uh, former Laker Mo Wagner. Might I add? I think they take him. Um, here's the deal. 
Heald's going to be an off-season departure. Bagley's more than likely going to be an off-season departure. Harrison Barnes, you're not going to bring him back when his contract runs up in a year. You go ahead and try to replace someone at that two-guard wing position that can score. Wasn't he a junior this year, though? He was a sophomore. Okay. You try to re- replace them with a scorer, someone that's got a good feel of the game. Franz Wagner's got that. I think they take Josh Giddy. Interesting, because I think the Grizzlies traded up in this draft just to take Josh Giddy. I think that the Kings are that team that can afford to just take people that need to develop. And uh, he's third youngest player in the draft, and if the Kings ever want to get good, they are... You have to hit rebuild mode again. They, they just have to keep hitting rebuild mode until one of the draft picks hits, so why not take a chance on that kid? And I like Josh Giddy a lot. And that's why I thought the Grizzlies were going to take him. The Grizzlies are probably, I would say, four years away from being like legit contenders under a John Morant, Jaron Jackson team. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Giddy would match that timeline. And then I'll, I'll take Franz at 10 with the Grizzlies then. Fair enough. We'll just flip him. Fair enough. Um, actually, we'll just do 11 since the Hornets are all the Hornets fans out there. I think they're going to take Jalen Johnson. Because I think they're worried that Bridges or Washington is going to get offered too much money in the next two years, over the next two free agencies in 2022 and 2023. And they're hoping Jalen Johnson can kind of be that versatile point forward defender that can probably fill one of their positions when someone overpays for one of those two guys. I think that they'll go back to their old ways and pick someone that doesn't make sense. Alperu, so we'll Alperu go Usman Garuba. Usman Garuba. Usman Garuba is playing in the Olympics right now for Spain. He is a very raw prospect. Yeah, so go ahead, Hornets. Mess one up. Like Bismack Biombo? Yeah. Or Cody Zeller. Or Michael K. Gilchrist. Or They've Frank. Ne- they, or Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. Wow, man, they are brutal at driving. Noah Vonley, that was another lottery pick they had. <laughs> <laughs> and Lamella Ball, the cherry on top. Yeah, out of nowhere they made a good pick. <clears throat> and what? And here's the thing: they didn't even make a good pick. It was just handed to them. Yep. Where they had like, no other choice. Here you go. Here's second pick. No, it was third pick. Third pick. Yeah. Either way, whichever pick it was, they didn't have a choice. They had to take him. So I'm not even going to credit the Hornets for making the right pick. They were just given a player, mm-hmm. and it happened to be good. So. That's the mock draft from us for the top ten. Remember, um, if you want to recap on what Hampton thought, just go read his article yeah. on goodboysbadhabits.com. Gives the full top 14. Um, as always, I think we'll see a big move on NBA draft night. More than likely, Kuz, THT, in a second for Russell Westbrook. Um, but other than that, I think that's all I got this week. How long did it go this week? 46 minutes. Oh, a little bit longer than we have been. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. We just want to spend some extra time with you this week. Enjoy your week. Enjoy the Olympics. Go America. And as always, Bucks and Six. See you next time.